Blog Talk Radio. All right, we want to say greetings to everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us today. My name is Brother Hawk Bolden, and as usual, I'm so grateful to the Lord to be able to uh, come before you and share the things that um, the Lord has laid on my heart to share. So uh, we have been talking about uh, seasons and what the Word of God says in the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. And one of the things... uh, well, first, I want to say uh, thank you all so much for those that have left comments, for those that have emailed us. I read all your emails and your comments, and we're so grateful for the encouraging words and to know that you yourself are being encouraged and how the Lord is speaking to you uh, every day. And uh, so I, we're just grateful for that. We're grateful to be a part of your lives and for making us a part of, uh, really making the Lord a part of your day uh, through these messages. And so uh, we we just want to continue to encourage you to email us and to uh, let us know how you're doing. And uh, because a lot of times you'd be surprised, people contact us to talk to us personally. And when we do talk with them, uh, they let us know that they've been watching or following for several months, if not several years. And so um, we're just grateful uh, to just to... uh, play a part in your life and in your spiritual growth and that that, that you have chosen to uh, watch this uh, watch this ministry and to allow it to feed your spirit man. All right, so uh, today we're going to be talking about, in, in, in this series of seasons, we're going to be talking about moods and attitudes. So if you have your Bibles, let's go to the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, and we're going to start again reading at verse 1. So the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, and we're going to start reading at verse 1. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So again, we have to make sure that that is established, that there is a season and there is a uh, purpose. It says to everything there is a season. So in other words, every, every waking moment of your life, you are in a season. And so... It says, and a time and, and to every purpose under the heaven. And so what that's telling you is since, since you know that you are in a season in every waking moment of your life, then you need to know what exactly what exact season you're in or the timing of it and also the purpose of it. And, that, and, and if you know those things, that will uh, you'd be surprised at how much you grow spiritually if you know what, what, uh, what season you're in and what the purpose of it is. Uh, you think about when you go to the classrooms, and it, it, you know that it, you know when when you go to a math class that you're in a math class. Then you would be quite confused if you're sitting in a math class but you have your science book. And when your teacher tells you to turn to 200 or whatever, and when you turn to page 200, it's not going to match up with what your with the lesson of the day. And so you sit there in confusion. And a lot of people today are in confusion. Uh, because they are not aware of what season that they are in and or what the purpose is of that season. And so it's important that you find that out. Figure out what season you're in and what the Lord wants you uh, to get out of that season. All right, so verse 2 says, A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time uh, to uh, to build up. 
verse 4, and this is the verse we're going to be focusing on today. A time to weep and a time uh, to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. So there we see those extremes there. That's what we deal with when we're talking about uh, seasons especially is really it's it's uh, the extremes of things, okay? So like one extreme is kill and heal, break down and build up, pluck up, you know, the plant and then pluck up or uproot that which is planted, born to be born and to die, you know. So you see these extremes here. Now, what Solomon is letting us know is that in life we're going to have extremes, okay? And there's no way around that. We are going to have extremes. Most of us have been sad. Most of us have been happy. And look at what that says, a time to weep. Verse 4, a time to weep and a time to laugh. So that lets us know that there will be a time for us to weep and a time to laugh. Now, you know, a lot of times, and we just have to say this up front, a lot of times uh, people don't like to weep. I've seen people, and they hate to cry, and and they avoid crying. And you know what I found? I remember years ago. Now, my father died in 1981. He died in 1981. And the first time I can remember crying about that, death was in 1994. And you know what's, what's kind of odd is that when I cried, I just, you know, it just all of a sudden hit me, I guess, that man, he, he's gone, even though he had been gone, you know, for at that time, uh, 13 years. Uh, and I, when I cried, it, it was the oddest thing. It's like it released something that I'd been holding on to that I didn't even know was there. Maybe, you know, uh, I just let it build up and build up, and I and I was not even aware uh, that it was building up, but it was 1994 when I cried over that. And uh, it was like, and some of you know what I'm talking about, like when if something happened to you that grieves you and you cry and weep over it, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. The Bible says that there's a time for that. And it, it's like it released something. It, to me, it was like a miracle had taken place because the burden of it was gone. And now I can, you know, actually uh, move forward. And at that time, I was not aware uh, that there was even a burden there. I wasn't even aware. I just thought, you know, of course, I'm, I wasn't crazy. I was a grown man uh, in 1994. And so I knew that he had died. I wasn't going to his grave every other week or anything like that. I never went to his grave to visit it. You know, after he was after he was buried, and so I, I wasn't one of those people. You know, but it just it seemed like after I weeped, that was the one and only time I did that, and it was like I felt a release, like I felt like a weight had lifted off of me. You see, and so what we have to know that the Bible says that there's a time to weep, then that must mean that, and and you know that God has given us that I, this is an emotion that we deal with here that there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, that means that we're not always supposed to weep. Now, that's for people, you know, that's for people uh, uh, weeping and mourning. Uh, this is talking about um, that that the Lord himself has given us those emotions to deal with the situations that we experience in life. And when we try to suppress 
the natural emotions that God has given us, then it can be detrimental to us. We can walk around mean and mad at the world when all we really need to do is just have a good cry. You see that? And listen, look what it says, a time to weep and a time to laugh. So that means that God, and a time to mourn and a time to dance. That means that God does not intend for you to stay in one particular place at all times. Now, what are we saying? A lot of times, you know, someone's loved one can die or something bad can happen to someone, and they can mourn and they can weep and grieve, you know, a better way to put it, maybe. They can grieve and they stay in that grievance. And and it's because they choose to stay there. That's the reason why we are not supposed to live in one time for the rest of our lives. Something bad happened to us. God don't intend for you to rehearse it. He does not intend for you to continue to live there. You see that? And so why? Because this Bible says there's a time to weep and a time to laugh. You need to take out some time to laugh as well. You see that? So don't let the devil keep you in that state of weeping and mourning and woe is me and I can't believe this happened. The Bible says that there's a time to, to laugh and a time to dance as well. You see that? In other words, a time to rejoice. So we... You know, it bothers me, and, I, and usually I see, a lot of times I see people on these extremes, and they, they they live in those extremes, and there's no balance. You don't have balance if you're always weeping and mourning, in other words, grieving, uh, depressed, or feeling sorry for yourself. That's, that's what moves that spirit in, uh, of depression on you, is when you spend too much time weeping and mourning. And you know what that is? When somebody is either on one extreme or the other and they're not in the middle anywhere, they don't know how to weep and, and laugh, they don't know how to mourn and dance, um, they, they, they become self-focused. You see, that you have to be self-focused to, to remain in that place. And so God intends for you to have some balance. There's going to be some, some things in your life that happen that's going to that's gonna call for you to weep, and there's going to be some good things in your life that call for you to, uh, to laugh you know, and, and to rejoice. And so God wants you to be in the middle. You, you're you going to have good things and bad things. And if, you, if you're if you the type you can't see, uh, uh, you can't uh, enjoy the good things because you're too busy weeping and thinking about whatever it was bad that happened to you years ago, you're going to be in balance. And, and on the other side of that, that's true. If you're one of those people, you always want to laugh and always want to dance and rejoice, and and you can't weep when it's time to weep, you're going to be in balance as well. You see that? And so that's not God's will. Uh, God has created us to cry. Uh, he has created us to, to, to laugh. You see that? He has created us to dance or, or to rejoice, and he has created us to mourn. You see? When Moses died, the leader of Israel for 40 years, or when he died, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Lord gave the children of Israel 40 days to mourn. And then when that was over, he spoke to his servant. Joshua said, my servant Moses is dead. Now you all get up and, and keep moving. You see that? Now you think about it. Somebody that had been their leader for 40 years, God didn't even let them go to his grave site. Nobody knows where he's buried to this day except God himself. And for 40 years, they, they led, uh, he led the children of Israel, and God only gave them 40 days to mourn him. You see that? Isn't that something? Now, how many of us mourn people, you know, are mourned and, 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 and are grieved over something that um, 
over things, bad things that have happened, and we stay in that grief. I'm telling you, there's a such thing as staying in grief too long. There's a such thing as mourning too long. There is a such thing as weeping too long. Now, let's get to the other side of that, a time to laugh and a time to dance. In other words, rejoice. So you got the people that love to grieve. You have the people that love to stay in their little pity parties and things like that and woe is me, and they can – and, and they learn to function that way, and they make decisions based on that, on that grieving, and and uh, they 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 deal with other people uh, uh, concerning that grief. In other words, all of their dealings with other people have to do with them pulling on them emotionally, and that's not God's will. And then we see the other side of it as well: the laughing and the dancing. In other words, the rejoicing. You know, just like there are people that like to remain in that depressed state, that like to remain oppressed, you know, and, I, and it's, I'm telling you that is such a dysfunction. I have seen people that purposely sabotage things for the purpose of, of grieving and mourning, I, you know, like will purposely cause uh, that to cause a reaction, will purposely do things to cause a reaction from someone or in some situation so that they can remain in that state because, they don't know how to function outside of that. It's like they'd have to, God would have to reprogram their mind to even know how to deal with people and how to live life without the mourning and grieving. And most of you, you you may know someone, if it's not you, you may know someone that's like that. And so then on the other side of it, we have the laughing and the dancing. And just like there are people that like to remain in this state of mourning and weeping, in other words, of, of grieving and, and being oppressed and, all of that, you also have people that they want to have fun all the time. They want to rejoice all the time. Uh, they want to laugh all the time. And, 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 and they do things to appease their flesh all the time. And it, it, it's, it's a false state is what it is because in the times that they should weep, they try to cover that weeping. And, and usually these people have some type of hurt and have not grieved appropriately or properly. And so they go out of their way to appease flesh, to make flesh happy. You know, that, that, that's one reason why people shop, some people anyway, uh, to appease their flesh. That's one reason why people go on so many vacations, because they're trying to cover up some hurt that they should weep about or that they should mourn about. You see that? Yeah. And so you, you have those two extremes. Uh, the Bible tells us that God judged Israel and, and sent a plague among them because they sat down to eat and then they rose up to play. In other words, in God's eyes, that was idolatry. Do you know it is idolatry when, you are, when you're seeking to please flesh all the time? You know it's idolatry when you're always looking for this emotional high, or this, this emotional uh, uh Thing where you're always wanting to to, to laugh, you always want to. It's something wrong with a person that always seeks to laugh. That's always looking for a reason to, you know, to to, to dance. In other words, it, it, you know, it, they're it, they're emotionally off, and that's why this word tells us there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. That's why it tells us that. You see that. In other words, these are the moods that the Lord has placed on the inside of us that we to help us to deal with situations where we currently are. If you are in a season of mourning, then you need to mourn. 
and weep. But if you are in a in a season of rejoicing or something happens to you where you're supposed to rejoice and be glad about it and things like that, then you should do that. Listen, it don't make you weak to weep and cry or to mourn. But you just, with anything, you can go overboard with it, and you can and the devil can lock you in that place, and then God has to deliver you out of that. But listen, and there also isn't anything with laughing and dancing, in other words, rejoicing or being happy. There's nothing wrong with that either. But if you're not careful, the devil can lock you in that, and you won't learn to weep and mourn when you're supposed to, and then, but you're walking around, you, you, you're walking around mean and don't know why you're mean. You see that? And so let's learn to have that balance uh, concerning uh, weeping and, and, and laughing and mourning and dancing. Let's, let's, God has created us creatures to, to do those things for a reason. You see that? It, it's to expel those things on the inside of us uh, that, that's not meant to just live there. Now, what is it that helps us to have the proper moods when we're supposed to have them? Uh, one of the things, is, the main thing is faith. It doesn't make you faithless to weep and to mourn, and it does not make you any less of a Christian to laugh and to rejoice or to dance, and you can take that literal as well, to dance, you see that? Uh, if you remember the story in the Bible when King David was bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to uh, back to Jerusalem, uh, there was a big procession going on, and, and the Bible says he danced with all his might. He danced so hard that his clothes came off of him. And God didn't strike him down. He had a reason to dance. He had a reason to rejoice. And I'm telling you, if we are believers, we always have a reason to rejoice. You see that? So so now we have to establish that to say that when at the same time, if we're believers and something bad happened to us or maybe a death of a loved one, there's nothing wrong with mourning. There's nothing wrong with weeping. It doesn't make us less of a Christian if we do both of those things. You see that? But what we have to be careful in is not getting stuck on one side or the other too long. You see that? You know, let's not get stuck in, in either one of those areas. God wants us to have balance. He tells us that there's a time to be happy uh, and to rejoice and to dance and to, to laugh, just like there is a time to weep and mourn. There's a time for that. You see that? And let's ask God and let's seek God about that. Lord, what? And, and right now, let's think about that. Have we um, overlooked the time that we were supposed to be mourning? And could that be the reason for our bad attitudes? You know, it's the strangest thing how people will... Um, Walking around with attitudes, they mad, mean at the world, you know, mad and at the world, and they mean and just. And in reality, what you know, they usually represent they haven't dealt with something properly. It, it usually means that they have overlooked the time when they should have been weeping and mourning. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, my feelings are hurt. Something, you know, like I, I I'm really sad about this. You see that, and it, it really bothers me. And so let's ask the Lord, and I think that should be all of, all of our prayers. Lord, is there a time that I've overlooked the time that I was supposed to weep and mourn? 
And if I have, then let me do that now. Uh, let me mourn over what I'm supposed to mourn. Let me weep over what I'm supposed to weep. So, because uh, I'm telling you, I, I, I've expressed that, that what I dealt with in 1994, and I'm telling you, it felt like a healing had taken place after I had weeped. Like a, a healing, like I felt healed and whole. And this was right, right around the time I had accepted my calling to preach. Like right around that time that I told the Lord, okay, Lord, because that's when I started preaching in 94. I said, okay, Lord, I'm your, I'm your preacher from now on. And then he brought that on me. And what that let me know, know was I could not move forward in the things of God if I haven't mourned and weeped concerning the things that I was supposed to mourn and weep. I, I would have been bitter or continue to have been bitter and continue to be angry and things like that. Like that expelled all of that, 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 that uh, uh, emotion that was just built up on the inside of me. That expelled all of that. It exposed it and, it and it got rid of it. And so right around the time I said, okay, Lord, I'm your preacher from here on out. The Lord brought that on me. Well, I, I remember sitting on the bed, and I thought, man, why, why, you know, I thought about my father just real people like I always do, but this time I weeped. And it, 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 I'm, I'm telling you, there was a release, and it felt like there was a healing, like, okay, so now I can move on. And you know what was crazy? I didn't know that I wasn't moving on. I thought I was over that. You see that? And, that, and that's the deception of it. When we don't do things in the time, in the proper place that we're supposed to do them, we haven't moved on, and we'll we'll be still. We'll stay still and and at, be at a standstill because we haven't weeped when we were supposed to meet, weep or mourn when we were supposed to mourn. And so the, all of those things bring about a healing. We 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 mourn, and then you know what else God will do after the mourning process? He will give us something to laugh and to dance about. You see that to help to put the cap on it. Okay, so now I'm back where I'm supposed to be. You see that. So let's let let's not be one of those people on on one extreme or the other, always looking for a reason to mourn and to grieve and to be sad about something, or always looking for a reason to laugh and 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 things like that. Uh, uh, let let's be in the middle there. Let's be balanced. Let's mourn and weep when we're supposed to mourn and weep, and let's rejoice and 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 dance and laugh when we're supposed to do those things as well. Amen. So we thank you for joining us today. My prayers is that something was said that have blessed you. And uh, we also want to uh, continue to ask to, that you email us and let us know how uh, this message blessed you on today. And uh, we look forward to sharing more of God's word with you in the future. Have a blessed day.